priorities obviously shift mm-hmm. and your focus changes and even what you just what you want to do on an, a Friday evening changes yeah. I, I don't want to go out like yeah. I used to yeah and everything is a, it's a little bit more work to do things so yeah. you know I would have friends who like want you to pop out for the afternoon you like come out for the afternoon and we'll just grab coffee or we'll grab a drink or we'll just hang out I can't just do anything anymore yeah <laughs> there's yeah. no just about it there's everything's so... gotta get planned exactly yeah Hey everybody, Ashley Cooley here of Birth Baby Sleep. Today I'm talking with Lindsay Davidson again. She's the creator of Mat Leave Mondays over at Good Robot and a new team member to Birth Baby Sleep. And we are talking about navigating relationships. We're having some good conversations around that with family members last week. And this week we're talking about it with friendships. When we start having kids, how our relationships and our friendships may change in relation to that. And just kind of talking about our experiences and wondering if maybe you've also shared some of these experiences or have your own experiences that you'd like to share. We'd love to hear from you anytime. You can find us at birthbabysleep.ca. You can email Ashley at birthbabysleep.ca or find us on Instagram or Facebook at birthbabysleep, all of which we link to in the show notes. We really like to engage with you, find out what you like or don't like about the show, uh, make suggestions on what we could be doing or who we could be interviewing or what have you so definitely check us out there but first check out this conversation I had with Lindsay about our friendships and navigating those relationships let's talk about how friendships change after we have babies yeah Lindsay you said to me before you were the first one in your group of friends to have a baby what's Mm -hmm. what has that been like for you it was it has a lot of pros and cons I think it was really fun um, to like tell them, to tell all my friends and everybody was so excited. Um, and you know, I hear my friends say a lot about my, my daughter, like our, our little mini bestie, like part of the girl gang. Um, but that's like pretty surface level stuff. There was a lot of, you know, I couldn't relate to everything Mm -hmm. that they were doing and they couldn't relate to what I was going through anymore. Um, so it was challenging in a lot of respects and I felt like I was missing like a specific type of friendship Mm. um, because I didn't have any a lot of other mom friends at least not close to me Um, so I did feel like I was kind of lacking a a specific type of friend so I kind of sought that out through other you know avenues Mm -hmm. Um, but when I think the biggest change or even challenge comes like after you have the baby and as you're getting into a new routine of being a parent um your priorities obviously shift Mm -hmm. and your focus changes and even what you just what you want to do on a Friday evening changes I I don't want to go out like I used to yeah um and everything is a it's a little bit more work to do things so you know I would have friends who like want you to pop out for the afternoon you like come out for the afternoon and we'll just grab coffee or we'll grab a drink or we'll just hang out like I can't, I can't just do anything anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's yeah. no just about it. There's Everything's so... got to get planned. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we're working. I'm like, well, can I bring my kid and my pack and play and the sound machine and the <laughs> right <laughs> and the sleep sack mm-hmm. and all of these things mm-hmm. so that you know she can nap at your house or like, can you just come to my house? Like it's so yeah. much easier. And yeah, you have some friends that get it and some friends that don't, and it takes a little bit of time to help them understand where you're coming from yeah totally I I felt pretty fortunate when I started having kids that 
our friends, I'm not from here, but the friends that we've made around here, some of them had already started having kids. Mm -hmm. Some were even having kids around the same time. So I feel very fortunate that on my mat leave, and this was pre-COVID, we were able to get together and have playdates with ourselves and our little ones that are roughly around the same ages. So that was a really helpful. I don't know what I would have done Mm -hmm. without that Mm because I already felt like there wasn't much many drop-ins or anything to really go to to meet other people with babies um so I was really relying on them to do that so who who did you go to for support or information or just like camaraderie or misery loves company all of that stuff like who would you go to for that yeah I mean I was lucky I have a brother who started having children very young so he had gone through all of these things so you know family of course Mm. but um, you know, family and friends, that's a totally different relationship. So I did still feel the need for that. My, yeah, my husband's friends who I'm close with, but, um, they live in Cape Breton, they have kids. So, you know, I would go to them for support or like online, you know, Facebook groups and, mm. and that sort of thing that, um, I would find support there. But, um, yeah, that it was also COVID. So I, there wasn't a lot of drop in yeah. type of, you know, communities yeah. that I could get involved with. Um, but my, you know, my friends adore my daughter now. They always have, but like they, you know, they're comfortable. Um, and now they're at a point where, you know, they understand the mom thing and they understand where my priorities lie and that sometimes it's harder to get Lindsay out of the house than it might be to get somebody else. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm also not from here. I'm originally from Cape Breton and our families, all like our immediate family are all in Cape Breton. So my friends had to become my village. Like I didn't Mm -hmm. have that built in village here in uh, Halifax. So it was so important to me to maintain those friendships, even if they weren't, you know, we're in a different place in our life because that's, that's my family here and that's my village here. And Mm -hmm. not having them was kind of not an option for me. Mm -hmm. So um, had to, we just had to change how we, and how did you do that? Like, were you able to have conversations with them to tell them, like, things that you needed or just, like, listen, guys, you got to understand that there's nap times that happen right. now, so I need a little bit of notice, like, those kinds of things? Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm fortunate that um, we, all of my friends do, I think for the most part, want children. A lot of them do. Some of them don't and and um, that we just have a different relationship. But so for me to come to them and be like, look, I can't. I can't make this like George is sick or, mm-hmm. you know, I, it's just, I just can't do it right now. Um, they're relatively understanding. Um, I, I think I also am pretty open about my feelings. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I felt like I was a little bit overwhelmed with things, like they knew to check in on me and they're really great at that. Um, but it's a it's like a learning curve. It's like starting a new job, like you, mm. and you have a new coworker mm. that you're training. It's like it's really <laughs> similar. Like you have to. Yeah. They kind of learn like oh, Georgia naps at 10 a.m. and and yeah. 1 p.m. Like yeah, yeah. I, I guess we won't see Lindsay during those times, or we can't plan a a girls' day. Yeah. Around then. Yeah. So yeah, it's just kind of like teaching, almost like teaching them what having a baby can look like. Right. <laughs> it's different for everyone. Yeah. But, yeah. And yeah. It, it definitely. I, it, it has to come from both sides too. Any mm-hmm. relationship, it comes from both sides so that your friends without kids, whether they want them or not, or they just don't have them now, um, 
they have to make a different kind of effort to right. hang out with you and you right. have to make a different kind of effort to keep them in your life. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely that dual that dual thing going on. The the experience that I've had with uh being it wasn't with friendships because like I said I had friends that had already had kids, mm-hmm. but when I did go home to visit my parents, they didn't have anything decked out for us in terms of like uh, a pack and play to sleep in luckily we got to borrow one um or or a a little bouncy chair jolly jumper Mm -hmm. um a car seat even just anyway we had to buy a bit a van just to bring all of our things to my parents house (laughs) and now that I have some beautiful lovely nieces and nephews and they're a little bit younger but there's more kids in the family because we were the first to have the grandchildren now they're getting all the stuff. Of course. And it's like, oh, now that they had their kids, or now that my kids <laughs> now are that grown so up. so many. <laughs> yeah. Now that there's so many, it makes sense for you to invest in a couple of things, but my kids are grown up now, and we didn't get to benefit from <laughs> Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that just makes me think of, a, like, the baby-proofing of a home. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. If when you bring your, your toddler or your crawling baby to your friend's place for the afternoon, and you're like... Okay, I just have to. They have a wine rack. They have have everything at low level. I'm trying to have a conversation with my friend and like spend this quality time together while like also in the corner of my eye being like, okay, is the baby pulling your oil diffuser off of your shelf or like (laughs) eating your cat food? Like, (laughs) what is that kid doing? So I have, I'm so lucky with my girlfriends. There's a few of them that we hang out with regularly and. I know that when I go there, the cat food's picked up off the floor and the, you know, the few dangers are kind of out of the area. Yeah, so yeah. That's, you know, you only have to go through that a couple of times before they're like, oh, George, we have a toddler coming over. Like, let's, yeah, if let's we want a range of come, things. Yeah, yeah, we want Lindsay to come over. Let's just pick up that right. cat food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that makes total sense. One of the things that I struggled with most when I was pregnant was like the worry about becoming like just a mom and and not the other right. things that I yeah. that I was before that because uh, so much of my identity comes from my career and my professional world. So I was really worried about that. So yeah, having some friends that don't have kids or or even just don't, you know, aren't in that world every day like I am, it's nice to be able to talk about our jobs or complain about her husbands or like you know things What's that are in the news right um, i don't right. know anything anything yeah. not baby related and yeah. yeah so it's it's refreshing and you know i think a like a misconception that a, folks have about people who are don't have kids or don't want kids specifically don't want kids is that they don't like kids like right. that's not the case like i have a few friends who are choosing to be child free and they adore my kid and they mm. adore their nieces and their nephews and and their little cousins and that sort of thing yeah like, they're not baby haters <laughs> like, yeah they yeah. just don't want to raise them yeah so yeah you don't have to think of it like that as a as so black and white you know There's yeah so some of them are like love to babysit your kids right <laughs> get them involved right that and they so probably good. would much rather babysit your kids because they don't have their own kids that they are dealing with every they know they the can, day. yeah they know they can close that door when you get home and, and say see you later right <laughs> exactly. right what a sweet gig no, <laughs> um no and i think it and this is a, a an assumption that probably is not fair to make because i have mm-hmm. kids but i i think that maybe it could be those that 
some people don't like kids. Yeah, some <laughs> don't. Like, I mean, they're little, they're, they're cool people sometimes. But, you know, some people don't and don't want to be around them. Mm-hmm. Those might be the friends or the friendships that might start to fall away mm-hmm. when you start having kids. Yeah, yeah. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I agree. I think a relationship needs to serve both people who are involved and sometimes things change in relationships and it's no longer beneficial to both people or the the people in the relationships change so much that they're just not compatible anymore it's like you know getting a divorce or breaking up Mm. you know it's Mm. you break up because you've changed or something about the relationship has changed and I think that can happen with friendships as well especially with something so life-altering as bringing a child into the world Mm -hmm. you know if you have such stark differences and opinions on what that should be or should look like or if it should happen at all, then, yeah, it's going to be hard to maintain that friendship. And don't, you know, I wouldn't want to work on something that it, you know, that's more work than it is reward. Yeah. So sometimes you have to, I think you have to let those things go. As sad as it can be, Mm -hmm. it's it's probably for for the best. So I found that, as I started having kids and I started having more kids, mm-hmm. it, obviously life just got a lot busier. And I'm I'm a homebody. I, I can like really hunker down at home and enjoy it here. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> sometimes I have to remind myself, Ashley, get outside for a minute um, or go call somebody, talk to somebody. Uh, but it because you're so busy and as a parent and you're so intertwined with the home life and the family life, and you mentioned it earlier, by the end of the day, you're just like tired Mm -hmm. when you necessarily don't want to go out on a Friday night anymore. Um, But I found that my friendships, even those with kids, it, they change because you're not spending as much time with them as you would be, or the time that you are spending is distracted because your little ones in the cat food or (laughs) like it's, there's more going on. So it, it it tends to be, I've noticed this with my relationship, like this slow progression of like, you're just not seeing everybody as often as you used to, or you're not talking to them as much. So a real effort has to be Mm -hmm. made there. But I don't like to put, I don't like, I know you'd be the same too. Don't like to put pressure on people, especially those new parents having new babies. Like, okay, you got to keep your friendships, guys. Like, not like that at all. But Mm -hmm. maybe it merits a conversation with your friends around like, hey, this is like tough for me to do now. Or uh, just having that understanding that other parents have that, oh, I get it, like, you're busy, I'm busy. It's those friendships that you can pick up where you left off, no matter how long it's been since you've seen each other, that are really cup-filling. Yeah, absolutely. I think my greatest and strongest friendships are the ones where, you know, I could go six months without seeing them, and then it's like we saw each other that whole time, you know? Mm -hmm. When we finally do get together, nothing has changed. And you say, why don't we do this more often? Or let's, we should do this more often. Another six months goes by. We are all there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also, I think it's worth mentioning too. Like we talked, we talked a lot about how, you know, the friends that are picking up the cat food when you're coming over and baby proofing your home a little bit, there's, you know, as moms or or parents, we have to put in the effort too. Like if Mm -hmm. we want to maintain those, those friendships, just like we expect the, the other party and the other friend to do the same. Um, if you really want to maintain those friendships, then you have to look at where you can carve out time to, um, you know, be with mm-hmm. the people that you really love and mm-hmm. 
and make things work for both of you because you can't expect everybody to float around your schedule all the time. Yeah. You know? Or really fully understand what they're right. going through. Right. It's even, I found it's been harder for me as a parent the as many years as I get into it it's harder it's harder to put yourself in the place of someone without kids right and what that was all like like mm-hmm. to think of your life before that is right. challenging yeah. at times so I, I like what you're saying there it's definitely both parties at play even if it's while you're feeding them in the middle of the night or you can't get back to right. sleep and you're like 2 a.m hey thinking about you they'll get it in the morning right maybe that'll spear off a conversation you can hang out sometime yeah you have to make make things work for you like my very best friend lives in Cape Breton and we're both busy and we don't see each other nearly as often as we like but um I when I'm thinking of her or missing her or you know want to say that I you know I love you but I don't have time to call you or text you or you know talk I send her a purple heart emoji and that's it and that tells her like oh Lindsay yeah. cares about me <laughs> yeah yeah that's like awesome. that as something as simple as that would yeah you know can really help maintain yeah. a relationship totally I, I the same I have friends from back home that are we're all over Canada one's in Yellowknife right. <laughs> so like we're really far from Definitely. each other time zones are different but it's just that once in a while if you just shoot them and say that you're thinking about them yeah. you're still in part of your life kind of thing. It might still be a while before you can get together and do the things, but Mm -hmm. you're still part of each other's lives. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, people who either don't have children or just in a different phase in their life as, as you, it can be easy for them to think like, Oh, Lindsay has her hands, her hands full right now. Yeah. She's probably not going to want to talk to me right now, but couldn't be more opposite. Yeah. I just need to schedule it. <laughs> you need to schedule it or you might need that push sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thank you for reaching out. I've been thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, like, I've been dying all... to talk to you. Yeah, we're all there. And so if anybody, I don't think there's anybody listening to this podcast that does not have a child or is about to have a child, <laughs> why would you listen to this? But if you share it with someone, it's just, I guess, making sure that you're both still care about each other or Mm -hmm. the group, whatever it is, and that somebody's making an effort at some point to to put it out there. But friendships change. Yeah. And relationships change. All of them do. But finding some friends that also have kids, if you don't happen to have them. Yeah. And finding those groups and ways to connect. Because there is a special relationship when you can have that connection with somebody or you do share something similar. Yeah, there is. There's a a support there that is provided that can't, you know, you can't really find it in other places. Yeah. So it's all kinds of friendships have all kinds of benefits. Exactly. Beautiful. Yeah, a different friend for a different journey. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks for the chat, Lindsay. Yeah, of course. Thanks. If you're looking for more information or support along your parenting journey, check out birthbabysleep.ca. That's where you're going to find prenatal classes, postpartum and new baby resources, and sleep support during the childhood years. You can now join our Bringing Up Baby community membership as well, which has tons of additional benefits to helping you through all kinds of sleep challenges and transitions, navigating the transition to solid foods, and even your transition through early parenthood. If you have any questions, just send them my way. Lastly, but certainly not least, if you got something out of this episode or our show in general, leaving a rating or a quick review goes a really long way to helping others find us. So please consider leaving one. That's all for now. I'm Ashley Cooley and we'll see you back here next time.